wealth, fame, power. Our hosts have none of that, but the creator of this manga and anime certainly does. And four Americans decided to check it out. Join us as Rosenthorn, Arlong Park, still safer than Action Park or Pirates World, Becky Hopkins. HP Lovecraft's worst nightmare. Not because of the fishmen, mind you, but because the black guy lives. The hero of tomorrow. They sound curiously attractive for a fishman. And the media hunter. Fish? Fish! Do you smell fish? Make their way through the One Piece anime. This is Tracing the Grand Line. Were you channeling Cortex for that? I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know if that was a thing. Yeah, from uh, Crash Twin Sanity. Fish! <laughs> well, that's where it's from. Yep. Alternatively, I was trying to think of a parody of that fish head song, but I wasn't creative enough in time. Fair enough. How are we doing? Uh, doing okay. Uh... Fish, man, fish, man, racist, racist, fish, man. Fish, <laughs> man, fish, man, beat them up, yum. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, uh, we got we got anything to report for the past two weeks? Not uh, really. It's been kind of a slow two weeks, yeah. Yeah. I mean, besides personal projects. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, most of the updates in my personal life, I don't know if I feel comfortable sharing on podcasts. Yeah, so. you don't need to do that. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I always link my stuff, so... Fair enough. Let's go to the One Piece fun fact of the day, then. Uh... When a fan asked Noda with whom Nami is in love with, Oda answered that there will not likely be any romance among the Straw Hat Pirates. Oda explained that he does not portray romance in One Piece, as the series is a shonen comic, and the young boys who read the comic are not interested in romance. Hmm. I mean, that doesn't stop the fan, the fanfic writers. Exactly. I, mm-hmm. I think I, I think in another in another uh, interview he said they're all in love with adventure. <laughs> there you go. Episode three. For the record, yeah. though, I. I do heavily see Luffy as Arrow Ace. Yes. Yeah. Uh, episode 31. The worst man in the Eastern Seas. Fishman, Pirate Arlong. We open on Luffy, Yosuku, and Sanji. Ro- Rosen. Oh, yep, good. I've actually got quite a bit to say on this one, because the four kids title of this episode was The Merman. Brilliant. So, <laughs> before we start the episode proper... Let's have a bit of a Japanese lesson. So, in the official translation of the manga, Arlong and his crew, along with all the other members of their species, are referred to as fishmen. This is an intentional change from how the Japanese usually refer to regular merpeople. The word for merperson in Japanese is ninkyo, which means human fish. But the manga reverses it, gyojin because Japanese conjugation can be weird sometimes, although that's weird in all languages, to emphasize that these people are more fish than people, and the Funimation dub and the manga's translation refers to them as fishmen. But four kids decided fuck making sense and just called them mermen. Uh, maybe they thought kids would <laughs> Like, if they them. ever got to a certain arc or a certain character, that would make no sense. Yeah. A four kids thing making no sense in hindsight? The devil, you say? Or, like they sorry. already kind of foreshadowed mer people. Yeah. Or the devil fish, you say? Huh. Uh, Luffy, get down from there. Yeah, he really should not be sleeping up there. <laughs> I sleep wherever I want. Damn it! Splash. 
dies. Who could have seen this coming? <laughs> Luffy is the poster if, child if, for ADHD. If, if he's gonna sleep there, can they at least tie him down or something? This isn't the Odyssey. Awesome. <laughs> so, when Luffy bends over and shows his ass to the guys when they're messing around on the boat, poor kids cut that out. Yeah, Honestly, know. not a huge loss. Yeah, it's whatever. I could just sit around all day and think about how beautiful she is. Sanji, stop being me. Okay. Don't like that face on Sanji. Also, because they removed the cigarette, obviously the heart-shaped smoke clouds were removed, too. Yep. Uh, Yosuke, what the fuck are you on about? He's, he's here with the exposition of the day. We've almost reached Nami. Nami's an island? <laughs> Luffy going, that's nice, let's eat. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck is this Arlong guy? Tell us, Yosaku. He's apparently a fishman who was destroying shit out on the Grand Line. The Grand Line is ruled over by three powers, and we learn about one of them. The seven warlords of the sea, who are pirates authorized by the government. Mihawk's one of them. Yeah. Apparently, so is another one of them. The leader of the fishman, Jinbei. Except the silhouette they show for Jinbei is hilarious in hindsight, because he looks like a human. <laughs> I mean, that happens a lot, because, like, early on, a lot of characters or, like, certain groups get shown early, but they aren't what they look like when they're fully revealed. Yeah. Oda might plan ahead with certain groups, but certainly not with designs. Although, you could argue that that's them straight up not knowing what he looks like. The mysteriousness of the whatever. Yeah. Also, they mentioned that that they're male and female fishmen, and and... I'm like, I think to this day we have never seen a female fishman. Yes, we have. Have we? Really? I mean, during the arc they show up in. Oh, right. I, I guess, guess I'm not that familiar with that with that arc. With that arc, it's been a while. There you go. So yeah, Arlen's also good. Also, when they were mentioning both of them, I was just thinking, thinking of SpongeBob going, "Can you reproduce by budding? Can you? Can you?" Can <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if Nami was a mermaid? Just go to DeviantArt, I'm sure it exists. Yeah. <laughs> Luffy's like shitty this. drawings are still comedy gold. He look like oh, this. God, yeah. Tear that thing up or die! <laughs> Although, weirdly, given how often four kids remove text, the characters for Nami on Luffy's drawing of Nami as a, fi- as a mermaid were not removed. I have a feeling they thought those were just doodle lines. Yeah. Also, let's be real. Let's be real, Sanji. Luffy's mermaid design is more practical for what you're thinking. Yeah. Why couldn't she just be the kind of the kind of fish I can have sex with, with the with the fish part of the top and the wood part of the bottom? <laughs> also, Luffy just summing it up as sure, badass fishman. Some guy stronger than some other guy. I get it. <laughs> so, I know we've referenced this before, but uh, you know, Christ Wolf. There's a wolf. I, I never finished it. <laughs> the Back with Nami and the Going Merry, Nami looks really fucking upset, frankly. Yeah. And going back to your hometown could do that. Welcome to Arlong Park. We do not accept itchy and scratchy money. Mm. When I first saw Arlong's Pagoda, I just immediately went to turning Japanese. I think of turning Japanese. I really think so. Arlong is played by Chris Rager, who we've talked about before. In Japanese, it's Jirota Kasugi who was Henkin Beckner in Zeta Gundam, F.G. Frederick in Bubblegum Crisis, Casper Linz in Legend of the Galactic Heroes, Skashi in Samurai Cats, Soketsu in Yu Yu Hakusho, 
Jojo Kujo in the Jojo OVA, Jean-Pierre Mirabeau in G Gundam, Zagato in Ray Earth, Ogma in the Fire Emblem anime, uh, Dryden Fossa in, in Escaflone, Duo in Mega Man, Akio in Utena. That fucking bastard! <laughs> Donovan Bain in Darkstalkers, Joey from Trigun, King K. Rule in Donkey Kong Country, <laughs> uh, Galuda and Pride Falcon from Power Stone, Takahisa Kandori from pa Persona 2, Saburo in Kickider, uh, Max Payne, Tarzan in Kingdom Hearts, uh, Jay in Bobo, Xavier the Third in Samurai Champloo, Alan in Mar, uh, Nobunaga Oda in Sakura Wars, uh, Charles Beams in Eureka 7, Hidemi Saku in Nodama Cantable, Kamina's dad in Gurren Lagan, President Takahashi in Lucky Star, Alexei Dinoa uh, in Tales of Vesperia, Skyheed in Jack and Daxter, uh, Klaus Ushiramiya in Umineko, uh, VK in Lollipop Chainsaw, Ralph Anderson in Hajime no Ippo, uh, Cole Cassidy in Overwatch, Ogma and Orson in Fire Emblem, and Mr. Legend in Tiger and Bunny 2. Well, first of all, it's pronounced Elric S7, Rose, and ah. I think I brought that up before. Yep. Also, funny thing about Arlong, in the four kids dub, he has the same actor as Buggy, David Wills. And much like Buggy, they had a habit of putting a bad filter on his voice whenever he gets angry. I still don't get this decision. His voice sounds good enough otherwise. Even if his way of insulting the stinking humans in this version was to constantly call them humans. Was he fucking Roman? <clears throat> uh... And the Marine he's bribing is Nezumi, who was unfortunately played by that fucker Vic. So let's talk about the guy who replaced him, Derek Snow. How appropriate. The Vic character is dressed like vermin. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Derek Snow voices Shinra and Fire Force, Eiji Kikumara in Prince of Tennis, Wal Ito in Fairy Tale, uh, Eita uh, Kusunoki in Seraph, Mimic in My Hero. I accidentally skip skipped a page in my notes. Uh, Real Boyce Moiter in Black Clover, Yuma in Tokyo <laughs> Ghoul, Shin and Bofuri, Wiggins and Moriarty the Patriot, Jinpachi Ego and Blue Lock, The Penguin Keeper and Spy Family, Beam and Chainsaw Man, Father Nebraska and Trigun Stampede, Fox in Villain Saga, and Isaac Fowler in Ancient Magus Bride. Since you brought up Beam and Chainsaw Man, can I just say that as someone who has particular tastes mm -hmm. towards fish people in fiction, can I say it's upsetting that they gave the main villain that the main villain of this arc is a fish dude? with a almost sexy, deep voice, when I know this guy's gonna be a raging asshole. Yeah. And he's played by Akio. I know. Uh, also, I, don't worry, we'll get to Jim. Raise my hopes that... Like, yes, I know. Like, I can't wait for you to raise my hopes again. They won't be dashed this time, but... Uh, in Japanese, he's Tomoto Nishiwaki, who was Ernie and Grover in Sesame Street, Jack King in Get a Robo, Moncha in Rogue Galaxy, Hitoyoshi Kusano in Gintama, and the World Martial Arts Tournament announcer in DBZ. In the 4Kids dub, Nezumi was actually voiced by Dan Green again, and in this role he was really channeling Sterling Holloway. I guess technically Vic did something similar, but I'm not giving Vic credit for shit. No, fuck no. Also, he's, he's, not, a, he's not a bear, he's a rat. I mean, it fits. I guess. <laughs> I, I would give him a voice like Rizzo. Hmm. 
But yeah, uh, y'all... What... No, Rizzo deserves better than to be compared to Nesmi. True. What bar long is our long? I think I said... <laughs> did, that, did that just hit you? I think I said this back when he was first introduced, but I'm going with Honey Nut Cheerios, mostly because of his shirt. I say peanut I'm... M&M's. Fair. I'm going with... Uh, goldfish flavor blasted cheddar and sour cream. Nice. Uh, Phil says a chocolate bounty. Fizz says a packet of zombie Sour Patch Kids. Zen says a crunch bar. Aurora says a peanut butter Snickers bar. And I say, because black, blue, and yellow, he is a bowl of assorted tortilla chips. Hmm. Side note, I, I was browsing through a lot of goldfish flavors because of this, and I'm getting... And, I I am holding back from bulk ordering these things. <laughs> uh, so Arlong is just blatantly, openly evil and obsessed with money. Fuck off, Dick. He's like, these fishmen are disgusting, but they sure pay well. Big deciding what Connie's going to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Arlong's whole philosophy is we've got to have money. money. <laughs> Here's Hotshot, the octopus man. He's played by George Manley, who was V8 in uh, Crota Crusade, Mask Mas Takanochi in Cromarty High. Becky. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, character we haven't met yet in Gravion's Y, the janitor in Ghost Stories, Vondercom in Xenosaga, Darius in FMA, Isaac in Log Horizon, and uh, Henpeita Takechi in Gintama. In Japanese, he's Toriyuki Murakawa, who was Linus Van Pels in Peanuts, Spider-Man in the series with his amazing friends, the radio in The Brave Little Toaster, Shishi Wakamaru in Yu Yu Hakusho, Prince Derek in The Swan Princess, a bunch of characters in Gundam Wing, Nash in Street Fighter, uh, Bruno and Wallace in Pokemon, Griffith in Berserk, Kick-Ass in Trigun, Jinochi in Toei Yu-Gi-Oh!, Mitsurugi in Soul Calibur, Horang in Tekken, Naraku in Inuyasha, Gale Glory in Rave Master, Sephiroth, Master Gear in Jing King of Bandits, Yuan in Tales of Symphonia, Lewa in Bionicle, uh, Obi-Wan in The Clone Wars, Rick Wheeler in F-Zero, Buck in Home on the Range, Ichigo's Dad in Bleach, Gary in Team America, Takumi Ichinose in Nana, Yutaka Tomorrow in Haruhi, Minato Namikaze in Naruto, Dante in Devil May Cry, Horton in Horton Hears a Who, Tekaman Blade, President Hathaway in Monsters vs. Aliens, Earl Devereaux in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, Fred in the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol, Leonardo da Vinci in Assassin's Creed? Tom Cruise in Petty, Panty and Stocking, Isaburo Sasaki in Gintama, Marshall Lee the Vampire King in Adventure Time, Leon S. Kennedy, uh, Saruel uh, in Grand Blue Fantasy, Igor in Dorara, Lord Boros in One Punch Man, Nick Wilde in Zootopia, Hikage, Hikage Shiromori in My Hero, Edgar Allan Poe in Dungos, Satoru Nanashi and Kyosuke Munakata in Dongarapa 3, Yoshikage Kira in Jojo Sigurd in Fire Emblem Julius Novacrono in Black Clover Harvey Dent in Batman Ninja Tonegawa in the Kaiji spinoff Kazuma Soma in Fruits Basket Kagaya Ubukayashi in Demon Slayer Lance in Pokemon Masters Johnny Silverhand in Cyberpunk Justin in Bell and Simon Cullum in Ancient Magus Bride Set the counter to one because we've got a Shun ship (laughs) You know what? 
Shonen Jibble actually fits for Hachan, I think. Yeah. Also, I gotta say, Hachan and several other of the fishmen, they're mouths. Um, they got the DSO. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't gotten to Chew yet. Yeah. So yeah, I guess not. Uh, Hachan's transportation is a play on the octopus pot, which is a thing I don't know about. Yeah. It's the. Uh, it's the way. Th it's uh, the way that the Japanese catch octopi. Oh, okay. Simple enough. Nami enters with a child and with a knife behind her. What have you got? A knife? No. No. This is Shabo, played by Allison Victorin who was Fubuki Sato in Yu Yu Hakusho, Conan Edagawa in Detective Conan, Sumiko in Desert Punk, the Narutaki twins in Negima, Adam and Black Cat, the Klein twins in Juosei, Larara in Sergeant Frog, Shingo Jinochi in Summer Wars, Sheila Blendy in Fairy Tale, QT in Space Dandy, Narukotoishi in Barakamon, and Haruka Yusaka in Sarazanmai. In Japanese, he's played by Rika Komatsu, who was Chako Yutani in Tobel 2, uh, Bun and Iro in Kirby Right Back At You, Diao-chan in Dynasty Warriors, and Venus in Metal Gear Acid. Set the counter to two, because he's Sean Schimmel as well. Come on! <laughs> it's a five-year-old! Okay, Nami, what would you do if there was a child right in front of you? Just cut to Nami super-kicking the kid. Here, have a lot of money. Yeah. <sighs> uh, Not like, quite, but, you know. I think I... I think we skipped over a few things. We like, did. Go ahead. I, didn't, okay. I just didn't, didn't have much for the segment. Go ahead. Okay. Really not sure how Nami keeps that staff in her cleavage. Four kids obviously censored Nami reaching down there to grab her staff. Shut up. <laughs> oh, if I'm not making a joke, you know I'm, you know I'm being respectful. Yeah. Uh, I do have the note of, I don't know if storing a bow staff in there is the best idea. Too many splinters? Yeah. Presumably it's, presumably it's polished wood. Next statement, please. <laughs> Anybody? Don't, don't thank me. Thank money. Okay, David Saslov. Uh, you, girl, are an excellent joke. liar. When a kid tells you to go to hell. <laughs> You're one excellent liar. Somewhere Usopp's nose twitches. <laughs> Speaking of, Zora, Usopp, and Johnny have made it to Arlong Park. And Johnny brings up the really good idea that they should check for the going murder for Zoro. What are you doing? The fuck don't is do stealth. Don't do anything stupid. Picture Zoro doing something stupid. <laughs> Luffy told me to bring her back, and I'll do just that. A nice concussion will keep him out of trouble. I mean, although in the four kids version, they moved that scene off screen, but they still kept the sound of them hitting Zoro on the head. Yeah, that's fine. They also took out Zoro kicking Usopp in the face while he was still tied up. Damn it, I'm tied up again. I'm almost starting to like it. <laughs> <laughs> They're east of the actual park over in Kokoyashi Village. Oh, hey, they found the ship. Uh, Usopp's gotten awful used to being the captain. Yeah. I mean, he does call himself that. <laughs> also, hmm. also, when they look at the map... In the four kids opening rap, they use that shot of them looking at the map when they're referring to the Grand Line. And this isn't the Grand Line. No, it's not. It's Kokoyashi Village. <laughs> Did Zoro write that lyric? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> also, 
Also, in the four kids version, they just shortened it to Coco Village. Why? Kids can't say too many syllables. I don't wait, know. Wait a minute. Does that mean it's the land of chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> no, but four kids is definitely in love with the Coco. Coco. Um, does Does that mean this town this town's specialty is those fucking chocolate oranges? Man, I want a chocolate orange now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's been ages since I had those. Uh, thankfully, the group of fishmen that spot uh, our, our crew are idiots. They're running from fishmen in the water. Good luck with that. Forgive me, Zoro. I will tell Luffy that you are courageous to the bitter end. Uh, so yeah, there weren't that good. many. Yeah, there weren't that many bad moments in this in this ser in this series of episodes, honestly. So I just went with that one. Fair enough. So Usopp and Johnny wind up at, at uh, Ghost of Village, or at least what's left of it. Looks more like Ghost of Village. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, oh shit! Here comes trouble. The fuck is a Momu? Mm -hmm. This what? is what happens when you split the party. <laughs> run, Usopp! Run! I, I just. Uh I love Usopp going, I'm a very fast runner, I'm a beautiful gazelle! I'm a beautiful gazelle! <laughs> oh, hey, Chavo. Chavo, you idiot! The only note I would make of this scene is Usopp running for the fish, fish man. It just make it a whole Scooby-Doo sequence. Yeah. <laughs> and then some lady comes at him with a fucking baba chop. God, I miss Asuka. Oh, hey there, Nojiko. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You get <laughs> This is Nojiko. Played by Tiffany Grant, who indeed was Asuka in Evangelion. Yeah. Uh, the Becky living in, in the Chicagoland area and Gunsmith Cats. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Maki... But is, she the, yeah. but is she the Becky with the good hair? Her. Hmm. Maki in Burn Up. Uh, Madam President in Golden Boy. Daiko Hanya Hayami in New Cutie Honey. Ryoko Subaru in Martian's Discussed Nadesco. Misaki in Excel Saga. Cyrene in Slayers, uh, Kaorin in Azamanga Dayo, Satella Harvenheit in Chrono Crusade, uh, Marta in FMA, Young Beat in Beat the Vandal, Young Beat in Beat the Vandal Buster, uh, Ashura and Subasa, uh, Kuratake in Oran, Jin Mizrahi or Julie Mizrahi in Xenosaga, Laura Bodowig from Infinite Stratos, Kirika in Another, Tomiko Misamura from Tomoko Market. Uh, Moffle in Amagi Brilliant Park, and a bunch more. Basically, if you watch an AV... In the, basically, if you watch an ADV dub, chances are good that Tiffany Grant is in it. In mm -hmm. Japanese, she is Wak uh, Wakana Yamazaki, who subbed in for Nami for a few episodes while Kemi Akamura was pregnant. Along, along with playing Sheen Hari in Bastard, Jane Lynn in Sailor Moon, uh, Bunny Higgins from G Gundam, Ayane in Dead or Alive, Soy Len in Outlaw Star, Monica in Trigun, Ron Mori in Detective Conan, Aru Kenimon in Digimon, Hana Takamine in Zatch Bell, Pelegri in Xenosaga, Mona in Dragon Ball Super, and Misaki, o Misaki Aoyagi in Loveless. In the four kids dub, she was Tara Sands, who also voiced Makino, which I've gone over. Yep. I'm just going to spoil it for you. Every new character we meet is a repeated voice actor in the four kids version. Well, it saves you some work. Not me. Here's a little fun thing. Nojiko's birthday is July 25th, which comes from her name since 725 can be derived from Nojiko. No yeah. Hmm. yeah. I just wrote the word food. 
I think because they're chanting it or something. Yeah, oh it's like it's like kids waiting to get fed. <laughs> oh my god, Momu is a literal sea cow. Yeah. Yeah. Hotshot, you're one weird dude. Just a little bit. I just recall. I recall that in the four kids dub, Hotshot just went Momu Momu to call him, but the actual trumpet noises are funnier. I, I, Isaac. Just, oh yeah. Good. Oh yeah, because when you were writing about it, them chanting. Yeah, because it's a scene where. Sanji's actually cooking them some stuff, and it, and goddamn, that food looks fucking good. Yeah, Sanji's cooking. Usopp's doctor. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> that rap will be the death of me. Said every conservative preacher in the 1980s. I'm also just now thinking about our discussion about the, about if the straw hats passed by a McDonald's. Yep. Because Luffy would totally be one of the kids going, McDonald's! McDonald's! I could literally make you anything you want for McDonald's. But I want it for there! <laughs> uh, same Luffy. I can't remember why I wrote that. I I watched this episode a bit, a bit ago, so my memory's a bit foggy. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Sanji, what are you eating today? Oh, it was Luffy saying he wants a bunch of meat. Yeah. It's got my spit on it. I'll cut that part off. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, looks like Zoro's captured. That ain't good. And turns out Arlong is a fishman supremacist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is really kind of funny considering what they do with fishmen later. Oh boy. Arlong with the full on why so serious. <laughs> oh, some somebody referred to Usopp as as a long nosed creepy guy, which just made me th make think of that long nosed creepy. <laughs> hey, it's creepy Dave. <laughs> Today's best favorite animal is a sea cow. <laughs> uh, thankfully, Nami doesn't take too kindly to that bullshit. So yeah, yeah. turns out Nami's working for Arlong. She even got an Arlong crew tattoo. Da 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 da. How high have her deception rolls been this whole time? Mm -hmm. I mean, all she had to do was wear a shirt over it. Yeah. True. That's. She never showed her arms. We got a new ending. What do we think of the last one, by the way? The last one was was nice and simple, I guess. Yeah. But I like this I, one. I really like her. this one. Yeah. yeah. This one's good. Uh, th yeah, this is Run, Run, Run by Maki Otsuki, who did the, who did the previous one as well. This arc's so good. Yeah, this episode was an interesting introduction to the Arlong Park characters, but it's not the best episode this go-round. It's an appetizer I mean, for things to come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. It's it's a good setup. Yep. We gonna move on to the next one? Sure. Yep. Alright. Episode 32, Witch of Kokuyashi Village, Arlong's female leader. We open on more food shenanigans. Good. You keep forgetting that. I do, <laughs> yes. Four kids title, The Thief with a Heart of Gold. Little trophy, but that one's better. Yeah. <laughs> better than The Mermen. Yeah. Merman. Uh, I love the juxtaposition of those two fighting over food while Zoro's being captured. Yeah. Also, four kids cut up the wine bottle that Sanji was drinking from on the table. Although it reappears in a later shot, because four kids is nothing if not inconsistent. Mm-hmm. It's the magic, 
It's a magical disappearing, reappearing wine bottle. Yay! <laughs> it's totally grape juice. <laughs> no. Ah, uh, superb grape juice. <laughs> oh my god, I love Momu. He's just a big old guy. Yeah. He's adorable. I could swear that when he first shows up, they actually use a lawyer-friendly version of the Jaws theme. Yep. Supposedly, like, there's a lot of creatures that are, like, classified as different types. Like, Moomoo's supposed to be type A, which is, like, a big friendly creature. Yeah. Obviously, he's not friendly here, although that's debatable. He's friendly to the fishmen, but not to them. Yep. Also, he and... just wanted some food, but apparently they didn't. But apparently they didn't want to share. I because I'm me, my brain is is desperately trying to get in, trying to think about Momu's biology here. Like, <laughs> okay, why? so how? Because I'm me. Fair enough. I'm trying to think of okay, how much of it is is fish and how much of it is ruminant. <laughs> also, if you're gonna, I mean. Considering there are more sea beasts later, you're gonna be in a lot of trouble. It's also, it's but also it's fun to speculate, damn it! The Sea Beast is also a great movie on Netflix, which you should totally watch, along with One Piece live action while you're there. This is yeah, like, we're not sponsored, but uh, I've heard it's yeah. good. Like it's the, like this is the reason why I speculated for so long after I learned about the differences between the blood cells of mammals and the blood cells of other animals like fish and reptiles. It's the reason why I speculated so long on what kind of red blood cells mermaids would have. Such as Becky. What? I posted something. One Piece channel. Ooh. Get a little bit. Of, get a little bit of biology today. Thank you. Oh my god. Oh shit, he really does have a cow stomach. There you go. Hmm. Uh, at, at one point I think they call him a hungry hippo. Yep. Which made me chuckle. <laughs> yep, Sanji does. My notes in, in you know, back to back. He looks friendly. Luffy, why? That poor hungry hippo. Sanji, why? Tiger <laughs> uppercut. With uh, your also, feet? Yeah. Okay. So, all of Sanji's attack names are in French, and they refer to the area that he's kicking. Like, here he says coulier shoot, because coulier is French for neck meat, and he kicked Mumu in the neck. At least, that's what they did in the original. Oh, yeah. In the four kids version, they were all replaced with bad food puns. Allow me to read off a complete list that I found of, his, of 20 attack names that four kids actually used. Keep in mind, these are all real. Trachea turnover. Ugh. Clavicle schnitzel kickoff. <laughs> Barbecue rib buster. <laughs> that one's kind of awesome. Shish kebab back smash. <laughs> you, you stab with the shish kebab. You don't smash. <laughs> Lego wham drumstick supreme. What does that Ugh. even mean? <laughs> Shoulder shank crank. <laughs> you won't be cranking shanks anytime near me. <laughs> hip hip puree. Oh! Oh! oh, that one's awful. <laughs> Tenderloin lash. <laughs> oh, holy Butterloin shit. breaker. That one's kind of good. Turkey tenderizer. Oh, come on. <laughs> Joint jim jam. What the fuck? 
fuck are you talking about? Frog leg kick. That was just lazy. Prime also, cut. Would that also, would that count as racist considering Oda's confirmed that Son's the real French, world Sanji yeah, would be French? <laughs> Prime cut kick surprise. <sighs> oh, these are rough. Gut stuffer. That one just sounds dirty. That was disgusting. Ugh. As does the next one. Rump roast wrecker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, okay. No. I, I'm daring all the Zoro Sanji shippers out there to write a fic with that title. <laughs> now, these next four didn't make it into the anime. They were only in the four kids dubbed video games. Coconut Crush. Gyro Jostler. Double Double Layer Cake Kick Rolling Dish And finally we have my personal favorite of the four kids attack names, the infamous open face slam witch. Ugh God fucking damn it Also Coconut Crush, isn't that what Luffy did to Buggy back in the Orange Town arc? Hey <laughs> Oh God That was those were fucking awful. Yeah. Isn't it great? <laughs> no! <laughs> I, I will take a pork roast out of my freezer and find the nearest four kids writer I can and whack him over the head. I thought you was I thought you were gonna say you were gonna perform your own rump roast writer. <laughs> what you and Gomer do is none of our business. <laughs> Well, before you said that, I was going to say, I don't even know if I have any rump roast in the freezer. I was thinking, like, you'd shove it up his ass. <laughs> Fair enough. But I, but I mean, I want to still be able to cook it afterwards. Go over, get it. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, God. Uh, so, ch shove fucking Usopp's place. He's also, okay, not, not also, go ahead. Just talk, talk. Also, Yosaku with the... You guys are insane. Seriously. You should know this by now. Duh. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, back at Nojiko's place. Yes, thank you. God damn. <laughs> My oh. house in the middle of our street. <laughs> What's left of it? Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Give, give me a minute. Uh... Back with Usopp, he's resting at Nojiko's place, which has a lot of tangerines. Weird. Mm. Chabo tells a story. Nojiko responds like that one guy on TikTok. Then die! <laughs> this isn't a debate! God damn, Nojiko! God damn, Nojiko! It's like that one, uh, I can't remember the context. It's like, uh, come on, I'm begging you. Then beg. <laughs> Nami just, Nami just with a straight up, fuck them kids. Yep. See, now I'm, I'm thinking of that Obama meme. Then perish. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Also, newspaper. Nojiko tells kid drop dead. <laughs> <laughs> I think Chavo sucks. I, I also love Usopp doing a real ass spit take in the background. <laughs> yeah. Nojiko's clearly been through some shit. Yeah. She clearly does care, even if she's being harsh, much like Oscar. I do love the line, uh, 
To die just because you're too foolish for patience is nothing but a coward's plan. Yeah. And I would know. <laughs> for a chick with tattoos, you're actually pretty sweet. Piss off. <laughs> he probably doesn't know that many chick with chicks with tattoos. <laughs> also, he's a tiny here... village. He knows no chicks with tattoos aside from Nami, which he doesn't know about. Also, <laughs> also, everyone here knows that cow. Wow, Mumu must be pretty popular. Oh, you mean Nami? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's a little harsh, but, you know, they're sisters. A little name-calling's normal. Yeah. Uh, these are too complex of feelings for a kid to have to go through, especially a kid who just lost to their dad. Okay, Ryuko. <laughs> Chavo goes to, agrees to go back to his mom. Probably a smart idea. And Nojiko informs yeah. Usopp both about Nami's being a part of All Orange's crew and that she's Nami's adopted sister. Yep. Oh, they look so ha happy back then. Oh, their foster mother died. I yeah, feel, I feel like it's more complicated than Nami just abandoning everyone for greed, like Nojiko says. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we'll find out. She's cold-blooded, and I should know. <laughs> oh, yeah, Zoro. <laughs> Nami's really, really milking this one, huh? Shit. Nami sees a look in Zoro's eyes, and I'm willing to bet he knows that something ain't right with, with her being with Arlong. Zoro, where the fuck are you going to swim? Bold strategy, Cotton. Yep. <laughs> and Ariel, he just jumps into the water hoping, hoping that Nami is not too too evil to save him. Also, Ariel suggested that Zoro meant to go forward but went backward instead. <laughs> uh, Zoro's drowning. This isn't about him. Yeah. What an asshole. Now I don't get to kill him. Yeah. And yeah, Nami and goes, to, goes to dive in to rescue him. Exactly what uh, Zoro was counting on. Busted Zoro. Nami. Zoro with the secret test of character from the Luffy school. Yep. Uh, let's talk about Arlong's crew for a moment. Chu, the dude with the giant lips, is played by Jay Hickman, who was uh, Greco Roman in Vampire Hunter D, Fox in Bubblegum Crisis, Nagari Akatsuki in Mars' successor in Desco. Toru Watanabe in Excel Saga, Itsuki Kishiwagi in Razafon, Dragon Shiryu in Saint Seiya, Tetsu Asahina in Abenabashi, Six Shooter in Kino's Journey, Mythos in Princess Tutu, Shinichi Mekazawa in Cromarty High, <laughs> Spitfire in Air Gear, Kuze in Kanon, Hisanobu in Batum, Krusty <laughs> in Log Horizon, Dr. Stylish in Agamiga Kill, Shiro Kuramuri in Parasite the Maxim, Katagana Hiroko in Black Bullet, uh, Tanio Takada in My Hero, Joichiro Yukihara in Food Wars, uh, Manabu no Naui in Haikyuu, Kaoru Hanayama in Baki, Floki in the High, High Dive Dub of Inland Saga, and the ramen shop owner in Akiba Maid War. In Japanese, he's uh, Masaya Odosaka, who we talked about as Shyam. Uh, sorry if you, there was a sound in the background. I forgot, I forgot to turn the volume down on my phone. I didn't hear anything. In the four kids dub, Chu has the same voice actor as full body Tom Wayland. Okay. Also, lips. <laughs> yep. <sighs> it's it's those fucking hentai lips. Also, can we talk about how weirdly sexy the fishmen's voices were in the Funimation dub? But I, you, were, you weren't expecting I, that, huh? I'm gonna assume the casting director here must have the same preference towards fish people as I do. Ironically, it was Miko Tsunami. 
<laughs> I am a freaky fish guy. <laughs> and fucking Chew, of all people, has one of the smoothest voices I've ever heard. He could be a late-night radio DJ. <laughs> like, shit, man. Uh, Chew coming at you on the ones and chews. Kurubi's <laughs> uh, played by Patrick Seitz, who we talked about a bunch. In Japanese, it's Hisawa Gawa, who was Diesel and Cranky in Thomas and Friends. Goes and Spopovich in DBZ. Big Bear in Fatal Fury. Uh, Falco Lombardi in Star Fox. Kyokan, uh, yeah, Kyokan in Outlaw Star. Marvin in Trigun. Avdol in the JoJo PS1 game. Hmm. Uh, Sugoroko Moto in Yu-Gi-Oh. Charlie in Shenmue. Uh, Brandol in Grandia Extreme. Yubel in Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. The Pain in Metal Gear Solid 3. Toba in Bleach. Uh, Nizer Bruckheimer in Black Cat. Um, Abrego in Black Lagoon. Killer B in Naruto. Vlad the Third in Fate. Uh, Keishin Ukai in Haikyuu. Sohei Dojima in Yakuza 0. Untenmaru Kuramata in My Hero. Munahisa Iwai in Persona 5. Potemkin Higashi in Megalobox. Ogremon in Digimon. And Ichigo Saito in Oshinoko. Set the counter to three. Because it's Sean Shimmel again. Jesus! Hi, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's me, Goku. Hi, I'm Goku. It's no, I'm Goku. Fucking Christ. Uh, it's so weird, because nowadays I more associate Sean Shimmel with Goku, which was a Funimation role. But I forgot how much work he did for four kids. Like, I know he was also the voice of Lucario in that movie, and he was basically doing his Goku voice again. And the four and for a while, four kids handled the dubs of Pokemon. But you don't really realize how much work he did for four kids unless you listen to Millennium Microphone shoutouts <laughs> and yeah. basic and basically every background character is voiced by this man. <laughs> He's, yeah, he's the definition of a workhorse voice actor. My god! First, let's not forget his more infamous role in GX. Which Power. one? There's Mad like... Mad Dog. Was that? Mad Dog. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that one. The guy that the guy that Zane fights with the weird baby voice. Oh, the fucking Mike Tyson guy? That's why, Poopy Ed! My mommy says I'm really strong! You hear me? You, you had to narrow it down because he's like a hundred rolls in that. Anyway, so I just I joked that she just choke slams uh, Zoro into the water. <laughs> what the hell, Usopp? You left him here for dead and got spotted anyway. Yeah, Arlong's gonna go raid Kokiyashi Village, and Nami is not happy. And another voice to do. This is Genzo, played by Bill Flynn, who was Doctor Hiroshi Agasa in Detective Conan, Barnes and Bacchano, and a bunch of old men. Oh, also, do we do we mention the bit where Nami comments on the fact that Zoro's just wearing bandages instead of a shirt? We did not. Go ahead. Uh, basically, he snarkily responds, I bandaged myself up so he wouldn't get distracted. To which I respond, I feel wounded, sir. Yeah, Zoro talking directly to Becky. Yeah, she's not talking to Nami there, talking to Becky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in Japanese, Genzo is uh, Kozo Shioya, who was Duck in Thomas and Friends. Gonzo and the Muppets. Majin Genzo Kid was and... Gonzo. What was that? Genzo was Gonzo. Oh, yeah! Uh, Genzo was also Goldo. Hmm. 
uh, Majin, Kid, and Super Boo. <laughs> Isamu Amami and Gao Gaigar. Uh, Chen Po and Mulan. Fat Man and Metal Gear Solid 3. Kid Muscle's Grandpa and Ultimate Muscle. Taizo Kitagata, Kitagata and Yakuza 5. King Julian and Madagascar. And uh, Motohichi Kinuta and World, World Trigger. In the four kids dub, he was also Mark Dorison, the voice of Zoro. Okay. Uh, so Genzo's a weapons collector, and Arlong ain't happy. Arlong, typical landlord. Yeah. Yeah. In the scene where we see all of the Kokoyashi villagers gathered together, in the four kids version, the red cross on the doctor guy's head was removed. Now that one, I honestly can't blame four kids for. The red cross is pretty protective of that symbol. Yeah, that one. That one is an understandable one. Yeah, it's basically a violation of the Geneva Convention if you have a red cross in there without being authorized to have it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so technically, Stardew Valley violated the Geneva Convention for a while. Yep, lots of games have. <laughs> I forgot that... <laughs> before I didn't know about his Japanese voice, and I forgot that in my notes I called him the Great Genso. <laughs> no, Gozu was Kenta Miyake. Yeah. Also, when they were like, Arlong's not even human. Duh. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of... By his own admission. To them, I... we're nothing... To them, we're nothing but a subspecies. Damn it, Arlong! <laughs> also, I, also, I think Arlong would be more offended if you called him human. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I work hard to be a fishman supremacist. <laughs> and also, he's going to take over the East Blue. Yeah. <laughs> I got so scared. I got real scared when Nami had that knife, but she just freed Zoro and gave him one of the swords. Alternate universe where she just slits his throat. <laughs> Woo! Woo! That's yeah. dark. Yeah. So it looks like Genzo's toast, even if Nojiko tries to stop him. Y'all shouldn't re rebel without a plan. He's going to kill all of you now. He's Get going to destroy them all! Destroy them all! <laughs> he wants you to attack, correct? We, we need to talk about how, how fucking massive Arlong is. Yeah. He, he is, like, twice the size of Luffy. Well, he's not human. So, although, although later characters who are human would just get progressively bigger with no explanation. There you yeah. go. Although, when Arlong beats Genzo up, they censor his injuries, despite the fact that he's, you know, covered in scars. Well, you know, fucking Usopp. With the exploding star. Fuck yeah. yeah. And I immediately recognized that this was the bit in AMV Hell 4 where they used this scene when Usopp was lip syncing to Cause I'm a liar! <laughs> Usopp doesn't fail the bluff check, but Arlong just doesn't give a shit and he eats the fucking house that Usopp's on! Yeah. Am I dead yet? I... He's not dead He's yet. He's not dead oh, yet. Yeah. Oh, crap. I that thing too. Yeah. Nami. Also, ch yeah. also, chumsucker is a great insult for a fish man. Being racist? Yeah. I mean, they're being racist too. <laughs> Two racists does not make a right. Yeah. Yeah. Nami, you can't just waltz into town like that. I think you know that. Yeah. Nami places some flowers at and talks to a single grave overlooking the sea. She's been trying to get the 100 million berries to buy back the village. I get the feeling Arlong ain't gonna go along with it. So, for obvious reasons, to cut down on all the death references, 
the scene with Belmere's grave were cut down severely, and those they did show replaced the wooden cross on it with a blank tombstone. I was gonna say you they cannot but, get get around this. But one. at what? But at one point, Nami is still shown sitting beside the cross. I guess four kids thought nobody would notice that one since the crossbar wasn't shown. They like they just cannot get around the fact that this character is dead. There's no way. But we'll get to that next time. Although, as we'll get into next episode, it's dumb that four kids even showed this at all, given what they decided to do with Belmere's backstory. Oh, no! <laughs> That's one of the changes I know about. I don't, and I'm going to be dreading it. Hmm. Yeah, because our lung sounds totally reasonable. Also, I just realized that Zoro stole one of the Fishmen's shirts. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into how he looks with that in, in the next episode. But uh, Zoro, yeah, Zoro stole Arlong's chair and a random Fishman shirt, and Luffy, Sanji, and Yosuku are on their way. And you know what? I think Yosuku was onto something. Let's go to Sanji's kitchen and see what Casey's cooking. Hi guys, welcome back to Sanji's kitchen. I'm Casey, and. We already tried a couple, uh, entrees, per se. We had a nice, kind of salty, extremely salty dish, which at the time of this rec uh, video that you're listening to, or also on the podcast here, um, I kind of found out that Himalayan pink salt is a finishing salt, not a key ingredient. We learned more on the on this uh, nice little cooking show now, shall we? I'm going to be butchering this name. We are making a fruit mosadone. I might be pronouncing this wrong. If I am, I do apologize. Uh, so, which basically means this is a fruit punch with an adult twist. Not in this household, so we will be modifying some of the ingredients on here. Mainly because in this case, it calls, this recipe requires a Liquor such as kinch, Pershing. Don't know what that is. Uh, but basically, in this household, Rose and I actually do not drink, so we are replacing the alcohol with sparkling cider. Will this give us the same results? I do not know. But we're gonna make a non-alcoholic uh, dessert. So. What do you need for this recipe? Well, we're going to talk about it as follows. Um, what you need is an orange, such as the orange that I'm holding in my hand physically for the audio podcast. You, you're you listening with your ears and pretend I am holding an orange. Such spherical. So much sphere. You also need one quarter of a pineapple that's supposed to weigh over seven ounces. In substitution of that, I, was, I asked Rosen to get me cuts of pineapple because I don't want to deal with a whole pineapple cutting that I've never cut before. And they do sell pre-cut pineapple in the stores. My husband bought canned pineapple slices. This will have to do. Yay, don't make this a mistake as I did here. You also are going to need six strawberries, one banana, about a couple of tablespoons of lemon juice, alcohol of your choice, uh, which is a couple tablespoons. We will go over these. Uh, don't worry. Uh, you just need strawberries, a banana, lemon juice, liquor, or, or non-alcoholic uh, sparkling drink of your choice. We are using a sparkling cider. Uh, granulated sugar, 
and a few sprigs of fresh mint. Okay, so, so let's get started with the orange, because this is the most crucial part of the recipe. How? I'm gonna show you. Okay, for the very first step, you are going to take your orange with your cutting board. You're going to be cutting this orange into slices. And what you're gonna do once you cut this orange is you are going to squeeze the juice from the rind and save. What I'm gonna make note here for the audience at home, my family loves oranges. I love orange juice. I have never cut or peeled an orange in my lifetime. I witnessed my family do this a bunch of times. This is my first time I'm literally cutting an orange. Not sure how it's supposed to go. I think you're supposed to go cut from the the center. I think that's so. Oh, I know. Oh, ooh, that's smooth. I think you are supposed to cut from the center. Yeah, you are. Oh no, juice is already happening. Did I do it? Yeah, I did it. Look at that, I did it. And you are supposed to uh, squeeze the orange juices uh, as much as you can. I know there's a lot. Come on. Come on. I'm squeezing. Wow, they don't give you a lot in this, do they? I'm going to keep cutting around the center because I think that's how you're supposed to keep doing. You're going to squeeze this until you get all the juices out and you're going to actually set this aside. I have to literally wipe my hands now because there's orange juice on here. And I have to cut the rest of this orange off the camera. Yay! After cutting all of that, you should end up with some squeezed orange. Now, my guess it looks like about two tablespoons worth. But the one thing here's one thing that makes it strange. Here over here um, is a picture of what the dish is supposed to look like. It's actually supposed to have oranges in it, which makes me conflicted when it it doesn't say to save uh, the slices, it says to save the juice, and when you combine everything, it doesn't say uh, to add uh, the oranges. So is this just pineapples in? Like, it, it makes no sense. It, it's weird. I, I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's so weird. So we are going to just chill the orange juice in the fridge for now. Right now we're about to get to the one thing I'm very concerned about and one that I am... Um, this is gonna be so weird. The sliced pineapples. It's not gonna be in the same vein as it, but here's the thick kicker. We have to drain this of its juices and then put it in a bowl. This... And I want to see if I can save those juices maybe to add into the dish. Just a tiny hint of pineapple. So, where is there? Okay, it's not an amount that will work. What you're gonna... In this case, if you were working with a... A, a can of pan sliced pineapple slices, I really wish I wasn't. I'm gonna open it. I wish the video and the audience home couldn't have a smelly version. It smells like Dole Whip. It's it's so strong. And but the good news is that the pineapple 
couple slices will match my little can drainer that I have, which I have not used in a while. But this is actually the perfect thing because I'm gonna turn it, shake it, cause right now it has a bunch of pine, uh, pineapple juice in it. And I feel like the pineapple juice might enhance it a bit more. We're not gonna use all of it. We're just gonna use a tiny bit. Okay. This is for the folks at home. We all know what sliced pineapple looks like, but here it is, drained. It's still smells so acidy. Oh, there's gotta be so much acid in this. Leave the pineapples off to the side. And we're also gonna put our pineapple juice in the fridge. I know it's crazy that I have a bunch of different juices in the fridge right now, but honestly, just don't want to try to see if I can save it. So we're just gonna put this pineapple on the side and then we are going to get to our strawberries to try and make them almost look like the same picture as our own. What you're gonna do with the strawberries is you are going to remove the stems from the strawberries and then slice them in half vertically. Luckily enough for Rosen, he actually found strawberries that were already, had the stems removed from them. So the only thing we have to do is cut them vertically. Basically, the inside should just look like a, a leaf. Surprisingly enough, this recipe calls for a serving of four. How is it that I have a serving of four? I do not know, guys. I really don't. So we're just going to cut the six strawberries needed. Which honestly, with this, this is not bad to have if you wanted to like, because I will say, trying to, to get the stems off is also is like the most time consuming of all. So it, it doesn't hurt to have something that will help you out if you are on shorter time or in my case I was ready for this all a few hours ago. My camera just didn't want to charge and then I realized after a few hours I had a backup battery. And we actually already have our six. Do, I'm gonna do a quick wash off my knife because I think I'm going to cut some pineapple slices. Um, I wanna try and match as close as I can with the recipe. I'm gonna keyword try here. I really am going to try. Is I'm going to take my strawberries that I just cut. I'm gonna toss them into a bowl, like so. We're gonna set the bowl somewhere. I need more counter space in this kitchen. It's tiny uh, over here. They're behind the camera. It's still good, it's still good. I'm just going to cut like some pineapple slices. We don't need all of them. We're just gonna cut some. And I don't know. I'm just gonna cut them, like cut them into quarters. Like so. I don't about one fourth with a weight. I really wish I had a weight scale to figure out how much 200 kilograms will be. But we're just gonna cut maybe like, I wanna say, let's just cut four. I feel like four is a, ma a good magic number. So we're gonna do that. So we're gonna take cut pineapples. We're gonna also put them into the bowl. Oh my God, no, they're stuck. Get off, get off, get off. No. For the audio equivalent of the podcast, the cut pieces of pineapple are stuck to the cutting board and one will not fall off. Okay, now it falls off. Thank you. But we're going actually going on to the very next step. Such as placing all of our fruit into a bowl, such as adding our orange juice, which has some pulp in it. We are now going to be adding to this mixture 
out two tables, one to two tablespoons of lemon juice. All right, we're gonna pour about one, the lemon juice and we're gonna add a little bit a little bit of we're gonna modify this recipe just one quick bit so we're going to actually just because I want to be safe we're just gonna add one tablespoon of pineapple juice to it just to incorporate its flavor that's it we're not gonna add any more just to be safe next we're going to incorporate this is gonna be this is what makes it gonna be sugary. We're gonna incorporate two tablespoons of granulated sugar. So we're just going to add the one. And I think I'm going to maybe do like half a tablespoon. Just because I like my things a little bit sweeter. Like that. We're going to be opening our sparkling cider. Which I mean you didn't have to have Rosen's help to hold the camera because I've never opened one of these before. Actually this gives an opportunity to use our new bottle opener we just got at the convention. So I'm excited. Okay. And there we Yay! go. I wonder what it smells like. Apples. So we're just going to Is it two and a half maybe? Yeah. Oh geez. It is making things smooth. Let's call that two and a half. No, we need more. You're now going to mix your stuff. Can you hear the sugar in there? Oh yeah, I it it's a lot of sugar. I added did a half extra. Thank half. you. And what you're gonna do is you are going to put this, chill this in the fridge for two hours. And the good news is you should make sure you have bowls that have lids on it, so that way it keeps everything nice and chill. We. We will see you in two hours. I'm not, what? I'm not gonna wait two hours. Cut to something. Frozen. Frozen. What do you do? Frozen. Okay. After that, it's been about a couple hours. But before we actually take our stuff out of there, we have to cut the banana because you need about one banana. Uh, and it is is a one quarter inch so we're about to do that yay alrighty what you're gonna do you're gonna take your banana okay apparently that upper part of the banana wasn't ripened oh no I didn't put this banana but it's okay the rest of it's still good we're just not gonna eat that portion no it broke it's okay it's still a good banana but you're gonna peel your banana nicely so and the good news is that you don't need a professional knife for this one. You just need a regular cut. So we're just going to cut them into one-third quarters. I don't not remember what the size is, but since the part is broke, we're just going to cut it like this. And we're just going to take the part that is not ripened and we're just going to toss it away. Don't, don't eat unripened fruits, kids! Don't! And now we're going to combine everything! And no, you don't need to play that clip again. You're all good. All right, it's been two hours since we've chilled this. And it's... Oh, I can't tell what the smell is. Everything's nicely incorporated. I don't mind it. It looks pretty. But of course, we need to make sure we pl pl uh, play this very nicely. It's not gonna be the exact same as the picture, 
but we're gonna try our best to make it this look nice and pretty. And there is one last thing that you need for this dish to complete it before you, because we apparently have to place the bananas into it. And mix before transferring. Oh, you put the bananas in, then transfer it to a dish. Mix before. Okay, I wasn't. I didn't see that. So we are going to toss the bananas in there. This is why you always read your recipes first, kids. So we're gonna flip, flip the bananas in. We'll definitely use the ladle to do it, but we're also going to mix everything up. Make sure that all the pieces of the banana that you have are undone. We're just going to mix it all up together. Awesome. And now we're going to put them in both in dishes. What size bowls? I don't know. Oh, that is the big question. We're just going to use regular bowls, folks. That has a, I'm trying to get some strawberries in there. Trying to make an equal milk here. Downside of trying to scoop everything. Everything is the, the actual like pineapples are sticking to the sides, and I think I might have done too many pineapple. It's okay. We learn from our mistakes. For a recipe that require that's supposed to be for four people, this looks like it does pretty well. It's just serving for two, but we'll see. Why? I believe the mint is just a garnish. So we're. Oh, so you're gonna take some of your mint, like this, and you are going to just pluck it, like so, nice and pretty. And ta-da! There we have the fruit musadone. And now, the whole thing we've been waiting for. Let's see how this tastes. I'm trying to let me try and get a bit of. Uh, Everything except that, like the mint's just a garnish. I mean, you don't have to do one bite. I know. I'm gonna get the strawberry because it was soaked. Yeah. So. Tastes like a strawberry. Well, so strawberry and pineapple. Oh wow. Hmm. Cause that's where everything soaks in. Pineapple. It actually comes, a lot of it got soaked in the pineapple than anything. How about the banana? Hmm. Apparently the banana you had to like add it in last. No, I almost lost the banana! Okay, now the juice portion. Because I, did I pronounce this wrong? What's it supposed to say? Macedoine. I did pronounce it wrong! Woo, I tried! I, I mean, they also call, in the dub they call it a fruit Macedonia, so. It's either or. I tried! And the juice. Huh. There's like, with the tiny hint of the, the pineapple juice that I tossed, I, bar I barely taste the apple cider. The, but it's like, it, it's weird. The orange apple cider and the pineapple complement on each other. Um, out for the raise system that we have where S is wonderful and F, we're gonna toss it into the ocean. The ocean. This is actually my very first S tier. Really? Yeah, because I, I can't recall how. Much. I think you gave the meat on the bone an S. Yeah, I did give the meat on the bone an S, but this is my first S tier for a dessert. Honestly. What's the first uh, dessert we're doing? This is technically a dessert. Yeah. Uh, but basically, I feel like with this, everything soaked in all together, and given that this is supposed to be originally be an alcoholic dessert. 
this works so well to be a non-alcoholic dish and me tossing a little bit of the pineapple juice was a smart idea and also adding a little bit more sugar and uh, like a little bit more of the cider actually helped incorporate everything. I think that I want the change I would make with it. If you pitch your orange slices on the dish, then why the hell do you not have me confiscate them and just use the juices? You're wasting oranges! Should I try it now? Yes! He's trying to grab everything, the monster! They're very fruity. Mm, that's pretty good. What do you give it? I'm giving it an A because while it's good, I feel like it's too much effort for the ultimate, the final product. It's a lot of prep work, I imagine. So I will say hmm. that from most of the ingredients you bought me, you managed to cut a lot of things down. However, another thing I pointed out. Rosa bought me pineapple slices instead of the pineapple chunks. I, even though we got, it was supposed to be chunks, I think the slices worked to help absorb the flavor a lot more. Mm. Uh, but, like I, like I said, I think, I think the only thing you should change is just the orange slice should be in there, but otherwise, this is a pretty good dish. And I don't know what else to say, so we're gonna take it back to you guys in the ship. Do you have a ship? We should get a ship. Isaac, do we have the money? Do we have the budget for a ship? No. I don't know. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Gonna move on to episode 33? Yeah. <laughs> episode 33. Usopp dead? When is Luffy gonna make landfall? Four kids title. The Marked Marksman. Oof. Also, this title card makes the third one where four kids reanimated the water behind the title card for no reason. Uh, we open on a scene that would make a kick-ass video game. Also, before that, before that with the title, Zoro's like, seriously, usually I'm the guy who gets here late. <laughs> uh, Arlong does not look happy. I want that long-nosed freak now, said the guy with the longest nose. Yep. <laughs> I like how crafty Us I like how crafty Usopp can be in multiple senses of the word. Mm -hmm. Who are you calling a big nose? Big nose. <laughs> B Buggy just twitches wherever he is. Yeah. Uh, Usopp's on the run. Thankfully, the people chasing him are very dumb. Also, also somebody makes a line about line about cracked up to be right as after he uses the egg stars. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Usopp's suddenly a master of camouflage. I love it. Y'all. What bar is Zoro in his new outfit? I had to Blue. look this one up. Just you, for, you first, I say. Blue Doritos. What? Blue oh, Doritos. A oh, Blue Doritos. Okay. Me? I thought for a second yeah, I thought you said Blue Doritos or Cheetos. No, it's Doritos. Cool Ranch Doritos. No, like one of them was like solid blue. Mm. I have to. Well, now I'm curious. Yeah, I'm looking at But I, I guess I'll stick with blue Doritos for now. Well, my wet bar for, for this Zoro was blue Raz Pop Rocks. Yeah, it was blue Cheetos. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm going with a box of Oreo O's. Phil said a Cadbury Dream white chocolate. And I said he's Raz Apple Magic Dip Fun Dip. 
<laughs> I kind of love Hachan. He's just such a goober. Yeah. He even strikes up a conversation with Zoro, not realizing he's talking to Arlong's captor. And he's just going to take Zoro to the village. Are you a guest? A guest. Well, you could say that. <laughs> and Arlo I, like how, I like how these guys had no idea he was Zoro when they caught him. Also, they removed the injuries on the knocked out fishman and the four kids dub, including one guy who's seemingly floating dead in the pool. Well, he can't be. Well, he can't drown. I mean, that's. I mean, that's the thing. That's how you know he's dead. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know if they could properly get the vi get the visual vibe of you know when a goldfish, like floats upside down. When it's dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love two little noises. Choo-choo. Uh, Usopp, you but, want to but, stay quiet? Go ahead. Yeah, if you don't know, Chew is the onomatopoeia for kissing in Japanese. Oh, I'm aware. Uh, oh, shit, Karubi knows the ropes were cut, and Nambi overheard them finding out. I like, <laughs> the, I like the line, her chief skill is deception. <laughs> Nambi is about to do more bad shit, and Arlong somehow doesn't suspect a thing. Nami's gonna have to do some serious digging to get out of this hole. If anyone can do it, it's her. Did we... Did we, did we get to the part where uh, Chu brings Usopp in? We're there, yeah. Okay. I like how he brings him in holding him by the nose. Yep. <laughs> to which I immediately thought, Ocean Moe's take me by the nose. Yeah. <laughs> Usopp must have cartilage of steel. Yeah, at one at one point they at one point at Karubi while he's threatening with the knife him with the knife which they removed in the four kids mm -hmm. dub of course. Well, he was tapping it against his nose and it made a pinging noise and I'm like, what? And somebody pointed out that he was scared stiff. That was me. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I oh. like how Usopp turns as blue as Arlong when he's threatening him with the knife. <laughs> and Arlong calls uh, Kokiyashi Village that puny little heap of houses. <laughs> Uh, like Usopp's nose curling up away from the dagger. <laughs> Zoro finds out Usopp was captured, but now he's going to find his way back. Shit. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, thank God he knows Zoro's on the way. Nami, what the fuck? This is pure conjecture. Okay, Edgeworth. <laughs> At the very least, it pained her to be a bitch to... It pained her to be a bitch to Usopp. My loyalty is shown with this tattoo that you cover up when you're not there, but they don't know that. <laughs> yep. Also, Hachan just coming in with the pot like Donald Glover with the pizzas. <laughs> and then the realization finally hits him of who he was carrying. <laughs> uh... Oopsie. Yeah, Usopp and Dami are going to fight. Usopp, buddy, she's serious. Smoke star! Usopp rightfully gets the fuck out of there, but not before Nami fucking stabs him. Holy shit! There's a weird sound effect for her tears when when she does it. Also, she says, "I wouldn't underestimate me." And okay, so mm -hmm. yeah, in the Funimation version, this scene was kept mostly intact from the manga, but the four kids version took a different approach. Here, instead, four kids remove the ambiguity of this scene by having Nami and Usopp openly discuss that she's going to stab him with a fake rubber knife that Usopp had on him, 
before she does so, even telling Usopp when to fall in the water. Boy, I sure am glad the fishmen apparently went deaf during this scene. <sighs> as a... The, as a palate cleanser from that, do you think Usopp would regularly carry pocket sand? Oh, he absolutely <laughs> yep. would. Pocket that's sand! Basically, that's basically what a smoke star is. Yep. <laughs> the line from Nami, Your wish came true, you died at sea. Damn! Yeah, that's a really wrong line. Um, and Johnny speak, unfortunately gets the wrong idea. What's up? Speaking of people getting their stomachs cut open, Arlong, I'd rather split open my stomach and die than break a promise concerning money. <laughs> <sighs> that is very specifically worded, Arlong. Yep. Uh, while the Arlong pirates trust Nami now, she's clear this is only a business transaction. And here comes Luffy, if only he got there sooner. Your timing is impeccable, Luffy. <laughs> Nami's room is filled with various cartography stuff given to her by Arlong. Hmm. And here comes Luffy, Sanji, and Yosuku flying on the, on the ship. Oh, God! I've seen a house fly. I've seen a dragon fly. But I ain't never seen a boat fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, no, least... we're falling! With style. <laughs> well, at least Zora and Luffy found each other. And, oh, shit, Johnny complicated things. It's like, and they even picked up Zoro on the way. Nice work. Had to extend <laughs> the plot somehow. He, he just splats onto the boat when they're running through the forest. Uh, yeah, well, at least we know Usopp's okay. I don't know what you're talking about. This is obviously a ghost, because he thinks he might be one. Oh, also, yeah. also obligatory. Da -da 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 -da. Ghost Usopp. Da -da -da -da. <laughs> don't mind me. A new character that I'm sure will be revealed in time. Not, we're not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, episode 34. Everyone's gathered. Usopp speaks the truth about Nami. Orchid's title. It takes a thief. Hey, actually, remember. That one, that one has no connection. It really doesn't. That, that one they were just saving for whenever they had nothing. Yeah. Uh... Also, Zoro just splayed out on the front of the ship as it plows into him. It's so funny. It's like George after he hits a tree. <laughs> yep. Uh, fuck yeah, Luffy. St stick up for your friend, Johnny, who's obviously an idiot. Yeah, I love how Luffy still trusts Nami, even after all this. And again, there have been whole essays written on how stupid is Luffy, really? And it's because of moments like these. Like, either Luffy is too stubborn to accept it, or he's seeing through Nami's lies immediately. We don't know. And for the purpose of the narrative, it doesn't matter that much. Yep. Oh, hey, Nami. Nami tries to go with the lie, presumably to keep them from getting hurt by Arlong. Sanji, well, he has his usual Sanji reaction. Mm -hmm. And thus begins the legendary... Simp. Good. His, his reaction is to be a fucking simp. Yep. <laughs> and thus begins the legendary Zon Sanji and Zoro bickering. Well, either yeah. of them hurt more than Nami's words. Also, also San Sanji, I think Sanji says, my love is like a hurricane here yes. in Grand Line. Say, say it again. Love is like a no. hurricane. Berserker! <laughs> uh, Luffy head hurt. Luffy sleep now. Luffy holds the first sleep in protest. The strategic <laughs> nap time. Yeah, Anami's got a suspicious glove on, huh? Nancy gone. Hmm. 
Just go ahead and die. Can you sleep? <laughs> the Marines are here. That's never a good thing. Yeah. This is Porin Porin. And what bar is this fucker? He is an insult you could conceivably call him. A grape head. Becky? It's a, it's, it's a candy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in this case, he is trying to help. But also, he's a Vintian mineral moose. Okay. Well, it's... you know what? I'm gonna go with his name. I'm, I'm gonna go with the theming of his name here and say he is grape and vanilla pudding. There you go. Mm. Uh, Phil says wildberry Twizzlers. Aurora says cotton candy looks impressive, but ultimately devoid of substance and completely falls apart in the water. And I say he's the pet dog of Tetsuzine from Redline. What's his name again? <laughs> oh oh shit, yeah, that. I can't remember. I, I played it. It didn't. Okay. Oh. No, I heard it. Okay. I didn't hear it, I'm sorry. Yeah, it'll, it'll, probably, it'll hopefully work in the edit. Arlong pulling up Bruce Leroy. Hmm. Can't remember why I wrote that. Oh, right! He literally, he he literally caught, bit the bullet. Yeah, he caught the cannonball in his mouth. Yeah. I, I can just imagine uh, probably Buggy going, Who is the master? Well, those Marines are going to die. Oh, apparently Chu, Kurobi, and uh, Hachan are going to take care of it. And yeah, immediately there goes Purin Purin. And damn, Chu's got water bullets. Yeah. He's an archer fish. That's kind of what they do. Mm. Hachan just casually pushing a reef to them. Yeah. And indeed, those fuckers are All dead. That... Yeah. When that ship comes, at one point the text Marine could briefly be seen on the side of the ship, even in the four kids version. Before it was before it was removed later. Though they didn't forget to remove the seventy-seven. Wouldn't want kids learning how to count. Uh, also, in that shot where Chu jumps onto the Marine ship and attacks the Commodore, you'll notice that some of the Marines had guns as well as swords. Well, four kids redrew all the guns into swords. This shot only lasts for a few seconds, guys. Was it really worth all the effort? Also, they removed the blood from where Chu hit the Commodore with the high-pressure water gun attack. Uh... Also, when he creates the whirlpool, part of me really wanted to hear a toilet flush sound effect. Don't make me say a future of Orchids line. Save it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, those fuckers are dead. There goes any help possible. Yeah, that looks like a face you can trust. <laughs> Nami's really good at chart making. Maybe too good for Arlong to let go. Yeah. Arlong is... Shockingly honorable when it comes to business transactions. I well, you'd think. Huh. Well, okay. At uh, at this point, yeah. I like L Luffy going. My reason for staying is or, no, that's Zoro. My reason for staying is there. I'm staying because he's staying. Aww. Yeah. Oh, Zoro, you're yeah. barking up. You're barking up the wrong arrowway street. It could be a brotherly thing. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Hey, there, there's a blog guy over there you could give a bye awakening to. Can do, zip. <laughs> <laughs> this is my fourth sword. I was gonna say, uh, Sanji, put your fucking sword away, dude. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, Luffy, Zoro, and Sanji just waiting around like the King of the Hill opening. Yep. <laughs> Yum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Who's up well, here yet? <laughs> so, also, a, a note from Becky: Nami needs to start to stop inflicting damage to her own hands. 
Yeah, because mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to need those hands for making maps, Nami. Yep. Yeah, that's what she'll need them for. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. totally the thing she wants to do right now. <laughs> uh, Sanji smartly knows Nami didn't kill Usopp, and speaking of, here's Usopp. I love how when the I love the moment that was perfectly timed when he runs up to them and they're both attacking each other and he ends up in the middle. Yep. Usopp, speak to me. What are these days? I'll kill you, <laughs> Usopp to Sanji. Yeah. Uh, thank God Usopp clears up everything up. Back with Nojiku in the Tamarind field. What the fuck is Nami doing? Yeah. Nojiko with the what's bothering you, Mark? <laughs> uh, finally, the sisters can talk. I heard that you smile with them, and we both know that's rare for you. Damn. Yeah. Nami, at this point, you have to let someone in. No. The only the only thing she forgot about was the pain she bears. Yep. Uh, Nami wanted to ditch them and forget about them, but she wasn't expecting to actually form a strong bond with them. She even wants to join them, but to her, that's just a fantasy of people, in her mind, more deserving. Might not be too late. Friends. That word to her means pain. Nojiko meets up with the gang, offering to tell the group everything. Luffy, I don't care about her past. Well, tough. You're going to learn it anyway. <laughs> I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's obvious that Nochiko likes them already. <laughs> yep. Uh, everyone wants to hear except Luffy. Luffy doesn't care about her past. He cares about Nami now. Zoro, wake up. Oh goody! I'm listening. Oh goody! I'm more sleep marine listening. <laughs> oh goody! More marine cannon fodder. Nope, it's just Nezumi. Shit. Oh god, yeah. he's gonna be in the rest of the arc, isn't he? Yeah. At least he's not. At least Vic's not playing a character we're supposed to like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's it, meant to be a slime ball, and he is. Yep. <laughs> and also the character is. Yeah. Her, her name is Belmare, and in the next set we'll hear her story. Uh, that's all I got for this set. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, Becky. You want to? You get anything else? Or do we want to go to the segments? Uh, I think it's time to go to the segments. All right. <laughs> Then we're going to Luffy moment of the week. Uh, my moment of the week is Luffy defending Nami. That was a good moment, but I'm going with Luffy holding the first sleep-in protest. Kind of hard to come up with good Luffy moments when there aren't there weren't that many this set. There were a few. Yeah. I mean that, or you already got them. But like, also the the real meat comes in the next set. If I, if I may suggest something, Luffy flying the ship. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Becky? Uh, well, fuck, that leaves nothing for me to pick Luffy from. Luffy commanding Momu? <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> this is why I always write extras. Thank you. Yep. Next is Most Valuable Pirate. Who wants to go first? Nami. Yep. Usa. Yeah, I can't, ar I can't argue. Well, I I'm going to go with Nami as well because she stabbed her own goddamn hand. Because I try to pick... Uh, ones that people don't pick. I, I'll go with Zoro. But yeah, my first pick was Nami. I mean, Usopp did have some great moments in this arc oh, yeah. in, this, in this set as well. So. Oh yeah, if, if it wasn't for what Nami if it wasn't for what Nami did, Usopp would easily be, take the spot. Yeah. He saved the whole town. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, best and worst moment. My best was... You first. 
My best was obviously Nami stabbing her hand and pretending to kill Usopp to save him. Your worst? Uh, yeah. My worst was the others leaving Zoro for dead. Not cool, guys. My <laughs> best was Usopp saving Genzo. And my worst was uh, the big misunderstanding plotline. I always hate that. Rosen, you took my best moment. <laughs> Rosen, you took my worst moment. <laughs> okay, I'll change my worst moment to the fishman racism because I, I, I don't have a, another best one, but I do have another worst one. So, I'd say my worst is the. Let's explain the stabbing. Oh, the rubber knife. Yeah, yeah the rubber knife. Was rubber knife's pretty, pretty bad. bad. Yeah. Uh, I'll say I'll say my best one was uh, Zoro's secret test of character for Nami. That's pretty good. Hmm. And your worst. Well, I mean, we already covered the fucking. I, I always feel so so much secondhand cringe with second with misunderstanding plot lines unless they're done really really well. Uh. Although, if we're gonna go, although we're gonna go for other worst moment, um. Funimation giving the fishmen sexy voices, and t fucking teasing me. When I, mean... I know they're gonna be assholes. Well, not all of them. It's just yeah. these ones. I, well, I mean these guys specifically. I mean, one of them has a face turn later. Can you you want to guess which one and what we won't answer? Hachi? Hachan? Okay. So our next episode... He comes, he comes across as a himbo type, so... Yeah. Mm. Our next episodes are 35 through 40. And we'll see you next all right. time.